Good evening. This is a presentation of Movement Radio. Welcome to another edition of The Hauntings of. And now, here are your hosts, Chip Hazard and Talon Williams. <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of The Hauntings of right here on Movement Radio. I'm Talon Williams alongside with Chip Hazard. And today, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to be discussing the hauntings of New Hampshire. So, Chip, what's this episode about? Um, well, obviously, like you said, we're talking about some haunted places in New Hampshire. Um, but, you know, New England is one of the earliest English settlements in North America, which means that these states have some of the whole oldest historical spots. Okay. Right. right. <clears throat> one particular new england state which is often overlooked when it comes to the paranormal is new hampshire Mm. but it has its fair share of ghosts ghouls and things that go bump in the night Uh so join us as we take a look at some of the most haunted places in new hampshire absolutely absolutely (laughs) you said bumping the night it made me think of our good friend leroy shout out to you um so we're gonna kick it off with the Alton Town Hall, and this is in Alton, New Hampshire. Uh, judging by the picture, it kind of looks creepier than shit. But anyway, um, ironically enough, there's not really a whole lot to this one. It says there have been a variety of paranormal activities reported in the old building, including heavy footsteps when no one is there, doors opening on their own, disembodied voices, and furniture that seems to move all by itself. And unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, that's all the information that I'm given for this particular uh, entry on the list, which is strange because normally you would give an example or something along those lines of like, well, why is it considered haunted? Is it just like, what? what's the history behind it? What was it used for? You know, was there anything that corresponded with maybe was there a murder that took place or maybe there was a suicide or, or something along those lines that would create a sense of paranormal you know activity involved with the building uh gotta be honest so far i'm not i'm not impressed (laughs) so far um now i can look this up alton town hall on our trusty search engine here known as google uh see alton town hall or town no not alton town center that's in uh that's in west palm beach florida uh, let's see, Town Hall. Yep. Yeah, it just gives the government website uh, to it. Um, yeah, it just gives us directions. So I will go back and I will hit hauntings and see what it does. No, it just takes us. The first thing it pops up is the uh, hauntedrooms.com. Shout out to those guys. Um, See, and it's not even talking about uh, Alton, New Hampshire. It's talking about Alton, Illinois. Exactly. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Restless spirits seem to haunt the building. Blah, blah, blah. No. It doesn't say anything else. I'm looking right at the thing. We start out with an eh. We start out with an eh. (laughs) Oh, no. No. here, Here we go. Here we go. Haunted Alton. The haunted... Yeah, but... Okay. So I'm clicking on it. And again, ladies and gentlemen, this is all live. This is all... We don't preface this. We don't, you know, 
have liner notes or bullet points or anything like that. We just do what we do. And uh, website is currently down. You know what, Chip? Let's move on to the next one because I don't think I. T- uh, let's move on to the right. next one yeah uh next up uh is a place called amos j blake house uh museum so it's the amos j blake house museum mm-hmm. in fitzwilliam new hampshire that's Fitz- that's a new one fitzwilliam Fitzwill- candy fitzwilliam that's for the django fans out there <laughs> uh the picture looks pretty cool it looks like an old uh schoolhouse it kinda, does uh, kind of uh, does yeah, looks pretty cool. That looked like a map uh, right before the Louisiana Purchase. Look at that. <laughs> hey, it does look that's, like it, too. That's back when Texas was almost a country. Texas was its own country, sir. That's what I'm saying. Quite a while. That's what I'm saying. But now, mm-hmm. you know, hey, it can still happen. Right. But anyway, go ahead. Uh, so, uh, it says, uh, considering the fact that there are apparently 11 ghosts plus a phantom cat that call the Amos J. Blake house home uh it is safe to say that it most definitely qualifies as one of the most haunted places in the state the house was built in 1837 and has featured on some popular paranormal television shows mm-hmm. okay so there's a plus um right i would assume that it's ghost hunters ghost um, adventures, ghost adventures paranormal project, yeah. something like that right uh so staff at the museum say that they often feel as though they are not alone and that there have been several reports of unexplained sounds, disembodied voices, and even ectoplasm. There's something new <laughs> in all the episodes we've done before. Nobody has said that they've seen ectoplasm. Yeah. So for those of That's- you, for those of you who have no idea what ectoplasmum is go watch Ecto- ghostbusters y- yeah yeah you've never <laughs> seen ghostbusters obviously ectoplasm in cultism is a mysterious usually light colored vicarious substance that is said to elude from the body of a spiritual medium in a trance and may take the form shape or face hand or body of the dead it is normally visible only to a darkened atmosphere during a seance (laughs) the word ectoplasm is actually comes from uh the greek ectos meaning outside and plasma meaning something formed to mold in a term used in spiritual spiritualism to don't to uh, donate a substance or spiritual energy through the physical medium so you know the, the phrase was coined back in 1894 by the uh, uh physicians of uh, the uh, the physical researcher charles uh rickett i want to say that's how his last name is pronounced uh r-i-c-h-e-t i want to say it's pronounced rickett um but yeah uh <laughs> I think it was. I think it was. It was called something else. It's like it says. Although the term is widespread in popular culture, the physical existence of ectoplasm has not been accepted by modern day science. And many proposed examples were exposed as hoaxes, fashioned as fashioned from cheesecloth, gauze, or natural uh, substances. Cheesecloth, I've never heard of. 
um, is a loosely woven gauze. Okay, so it's a gauze-like thing. Okay. So, oh. Yeah, yeah. They use it to wrap. Uh, so what, what cheesecloth was originally used for, um, you wrap your cheese in it so it doesn't go bad. Ah, so it's like a like like it like de- it like keeps it fresh so it does doesn't get molded or something like that. Correct. Gotcha. That makes sense. Um, yeah, I mean, th- yeah, but like what you were talking about, I mean, there have been very <laughs> out of all the episodes that we uh, have talked about, we've never actually talked about ectoplasm. So yeah, very very different, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we'd be talking about the ectoplasm <laughs> anyway. Um. Yeah, I mean, really, the only fascinating thing about this uh, this uh, entry on the list is the word ectoplasm. Yeah, I mean, I'm a little disappointed again so far. Not, it's not a womp. It's kind of a huh because we talked about ectoplasm. Yep. All right, you got the uh, next one. Up. I have the next one, and the next one is the University of New Hampshire, and this is in Durham, New Hampshire. I had to, had to stop myself because I almost said North Carolina. I um, heard it coming. You heard it coming, but it's I stopped it. Uh, I pulled out. But anyway, so the University of New Hampshire is said to be is said to have a female spirit that roams the halls during the night. She is most often reported in the Smith Hall and Tea Hall, where she manifests as a lady in white, dun dun dun, who visits Dang. students while they are sleeping. Several students have claimed that the phantom footsteps that they hear and the feeling that they are no longer alone she has also been seen on a number of occasions throughout the cafeteria throughout mess halls and even in the football stadium nobody is quite sure who the lady is or why she haunts the dorm rooms to this day so normally when something like that happens it's normally a murder or suicide something along those lines or maybe she was a teacher maybe she was a student Right. Whatever the case was. Very vague information, unfortunately, right? Uh, so far, so good. Right. <laughs> I said the same thing. <laughs> so far, anyway. so good. Yeah. You got the next one? I do. Number seven, we're going to talk about the Ocean Born Mary House. Okay. Again, Ocean Born Mary House. And this is in Henniker, New Hampshire. All right, so the Oceanborn Mary House is said to be haunted by a woman named Mary. Who would have guessed that? Who would have guessed? Who has fiery red hair and green eyes. Now, now that's a little different. I'm I'm digging that so far. Fiery red hair and green eyes. Yes. Hmm. Um, Sure. Okay. I'm sorry? I was fixing to say, you sure that ain't my wife? (laughs) Um. You she's know? got burnt. She's she's got no. She's got burnt auburn hair and red eye. And well, it's it's it, it, the red eyes when she's pissed at me. Uh, she got the hazel eyes. They're always red when she's mad. I know, right? Anyway, so, go ahead, continue. So it is said that she appears in one of the upstairs windows. She has been seen on the house's main staircase when people enter the building, as if to greet them. Right. Okay. Um, Mary was a lady who lived in the house and was widowed at a young age. Mm. This may seem like nothing out of the ordinary until you learn that Mary was the one who found the body of her murdered husband and then chose to bury him 
under the hearthstone in her kitchen. Hold the fuck up. So she oh, didn't wait, what? Yes. So she didn't she didn't report this or nothing. So who says she didn't murder him? Yeah, no wonder the place is haunted. She probably did it. That's that's what I'm saying. Like so so she found my dude's body and then buried him under the hearthstone in the kitchen. <clears throat> I got a question. Yep. What's a hearthstone? Uh it's it's a big stone that you cook on. It's the easiest way to explain it. Uh, a lot of times you'll see them where they'll make pizza on it in modern oh, day. Oh, brick oven. Kind of, yeah. Okay, just say, I'll just say brick oven then. <laughs> uh, man, I thought we were fixing to break in the... She's a brick <laughs> house. <laughs> All right. Hey, hey, go ahead. You got the money for the rights to that. Nope. Hold on. Nope, nope. Uh, <laughs> so no wonder this place is haunted. Mary sounds like she could be very creepy indeed. But those who have encountered her say that the feeling they get from her is simply there to guard and protect her home. So so not a negative feeling, but, you know, kind of, hey, you know what? Don't fuck with nothing and I won't fuck with you. Yeah. <laughs> that that was one of that. Yeah. <laughs> like what? Like what I said. I don't give a damn if the uh, if the ghost is polite. Mm-mm. I'm not fucking with it. Right. Um, you know, it makes me not want to go near that heat, that hearthstone or whatever. I wouldn't want to go near that. Be like, Mm-mm, nah, there's a body in there. Mm-mm, mm-mm, I ain't fucking with that. Um, nope. Yeah, because I mean, it, it says she found her husband's murdered body. Like, did she I mean, find it or did she do it? And if she did it, it makes sense that they buried it. But if she just found it. Why not call the police? Why not report it? Yeah. Nah, that's too suspicious. She, 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 yeah, she murdered him. She did yeah, that. Yeah, and I'm not seeing any dates on this. Um, so we don't know how, how long ago this was. Hey, look I mean, at I, last week. Who knows? <laughs> right? Right? Uh, so I feel like we're picking up some steam here. You know, I like Absolutely. fiery red hair, green eyes. Yep. Here's murdered bodies hidden under hearthstones. There you go. Uh, here's a here's a good one. This is the Kimball Castle, and this is in Guilford, New Hampshire. Dude, that that castle looks pretty friggin' awesome. It does look awesome. It, it, it kind of. If you would have told me it was in like New Hampshire, I would have been like, Nah, that's like like New England or, or like not New England, like actual old England, like England, England. You know, right? Um, you know. But if people do want to take a look at this picture, Chip, where can they go see it? Check this picture out at hauntedrooms.com. Again, we are not sponsored, but they do provide us with a whole shit ton of information that we pass on to you guys. Yes, so we thank you, gentlemen and ladies, at the great website known as hauntedrooms.com. Haunted Rooms America, for those of you, because it's what the headline says. It's actually a pretty cool headline. Actually, it's a pretty cool logo. Yep. Anyway, like anyway, like what I said, uh, Kimball Castle, and this is in Guilford, New Hampshire. Now, even just glancing at the ruins of this castle, it is easy to see how it could be considered one of the most haunted locations in New Hampshire. Even before you step out, I'm sorry, even before you step inside, it is just as creepy with a creepy aura surrounding it that 
is apparently immediately like right at first sight. Some of the unexplained phenomena that has been reported at the castle include loud, unexplained noises, lights inside the castle turning on and off by themselves with no one inside, and a couple of antique clocks that were long since dead that have suddenly decided to work again. The presence in the castle is still to this day unknown, but the presence in the castle is decisively unwelcoming. It is apparent that someone or something wants you to leave it alone. Wow. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it, that's that's one of them. It, it, it looks like because normally whenever you like go to a certain places, there's like certain places that you go to and you're like, yeah, I, I don't like this place. It, I just got a weird, bad feeling. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna jet. Like I don't, I don't feel comfortable in this uh, right. surroundings, whatever you know. For whatever reason, it could be you know, ghost or whatever. Um, I mean, even looking at it from the outside, I mean, you can look at it and tell that it's creepier than shit. Um, just because it just, it looks beat down and, you know, like, I mean, you can say it's the definition of abandoned. I don't even know if it's on the, cause most of the places that we look at that's considered haunted are on like the national registry of historical places. I don't know right. if one is or not, but I mean, even if it is, then they, they're not doing a good job in keeping the repairs cause it still looks like shit. You know, yeah, I, I think it's abandoned. I, it has to be. There's no other place, way to explain it. Um, yeah, not something not, not not somewhere I would want to go per se. So not at all. No. All right. What you got the next one, Bubba? I do. Next up, we're gonna talk about the Chase House in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. There you go. That looks like a damn uh, looks like a damn barn with like eighteen extra windows. <laughs> it, it does. Do it not. It very, very much like a barn, but it it also looks like it's just on the main strip. Yeah. So. It does. Yeah. Like that's a car lot or a parking lot next to it or whatever. Got some old. That's an old ass stoplight too. I bet you. I bet that's one of them Coleman lantern lights or whatever. It does look like a Coleman lantern light. Anyway. Yeah, one of them old. Um, that's like 1950, Lost my train of thought there. Hold on. Uh, like one of them old uh, street lights you'd see in like a Hallmark movie. Yes. Yeah. That's in where the, in, in the in the Christmas towns or whatever. Yes. Yep. I want to live in one of them. Not even gonna lie. I want to move to a Christmas town. I know. I know you do. <laughs> uh, so anyway, the Chase House is in Portsmouth and was built as a home for orphan children. And in time, it was a children's home as appointed by the court. Okay. So that's good. You I, always. I, want to... I, I got a bad feeling about this. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean. Um, so as you can probably imagine, it has some spooky tales to tell regarding the ghosts of children. There we go. But it is a little bit more horrific than you might imagine. All right, hold on. Fuck. Oh, we're going to take a, a, a brief intermission right here. <laughs> and uh, get you Already. Okay. When you're talking about children, that shit freaks me out anyway. Right. Right, and now you telling me that it's even more horrific than I would imagine. Oh God! Hold on, because every time I think of uh, like children that are, are ghosts or whatnot, my brain always, for whatever reason, always goes to the original Pet Cemetery where 
the the kid dies and they bury him and he comes back and it's like he just fucking shit up yeah uh so <laughs> yeah um yeah so on that note yeah. ladies and gentlemen go check out my good buddy sean thompson over there at thompson personal training uh thanks to him and the good lord above i have lost 25 pounds so he's been doing a good job for me over there uh at red bank boxing academy really good and if you do want to take advantage of this offer he's offering three months uh but he get, but he's offering you a fourth month absolutely free so if you sign up for three months you get the fourth month absolutely free if you say movement radio sent you so go check him out on facebook sean thompson uh, and uh thompson personal trainer on facebook go see what it's all about now back to this list chip go ahead because i'm i'm not i'm worried about what's coming up next so go ahead so the ghosts here are not of tragic children who died due to illness or accident but rather the tortured soul of a youngster who took her own life. Ah, oh, man. God. Go ahead. Uh. Nice. Um, <laughs> it, it has been said that a young girl who was living in the children's home hung herself in her bedroom and to this day residents say that they sometimes see her ghostly figure in the hallway. Oh, shit. No, no, no. However, worse than that, oh, fuck. there are reports that she is often heard screaming from inside the room in which she died. The fuck? Like, I need to know what room this is. Well, first of all, I'm never going to this place to sleep. But if I ever did, like, I, uh, I need to know what room this happened in so I can make sure that I... Don't sleep in that room. Nope. Nada. <laughs> nada, 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 nada. No. No, 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 no. Hey, Carlita. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, I just said that. Uh, yep. <laughs> so, uh, she has also been known to unlock doors and turn the electricity on and off. Fuck All that. the electricity. Fuck that. And the people yeah. who work at this place are just like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> This is what we do. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck was that? Oh, it's just Becky or Karen or whatever the fuck her name is. Like, who's that? You know, I don't think they right. give her a name, but I mean, still. They they didn't. No. Uh, they didn't name her. Uh, so Chase House is without a doubt one of the most haunted houses in New Hampshire. Right. I don't think you can book it, you know, as like the stay. I don't even know why you would stay. Uh, not, not us or not us. Nope absolutely any like, like we said before man anytime you're dealing with the children like that you know i got two kids you got two kids i don't like i don't want to even think about the possibility of my kids not being here with me you know right let alone you know because that's always saying if 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 if, 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 a, if a ghost kid gets gets attached to you come play with me forever like no oh, forever oh you know this ain't the shining, leave me alone. You know, I'm not riding a tricycle. Endeavor. Endeavor. <laughs> Excuse me. Whew, that was a good one. But anyway. Alright, so um, so how are you feeling about this one? This one's a little bit more a little bit it's more. A scary. little bit more. Yep. Uh, I'm whew. last yeah. couple, you know. Last yeah, last couple's been crazy. Alright. I've been getting that vibe. 
right all right so here's the next one pine hill cemetery and this is in hollis new hampshire now pine hill cemetery has a nickname that hints at its dark history the local not to cut you off where have i heard pine hill cemetery before something's ringing a bell are you sure are you sure it isn't pinehurst you're thinking of no uh i want to say it's like from a video game or something maybe i don't know i can't put my name on it or uh can't put my finger on it right this minute right sorry yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll figure we'll, no no you're good we'll, we'll figure it out later um and then we'll come back and we can put it in the comments uh <laughs> so pine hill cemetery has a nickname that hints to its dark history the locals have known it as simply the blood cemetery there are more than 300 gravestones dating all the way back to the 1700s. It is also alleged full of full of numerous ghostly apparitions and visitors have described hearing unexplained tapping of unexplained tapping sounds and seeing floating orbs of light. There is one particular spirit who is said to make regular appearances and he is also the reason for Pine Hill Cemetery's gruesome nickname. The, the man's name was Abel Blood. He was a devout Christian man who was laid to rest in Pine Hill Cemetery back in 1867, right next to his wife, Betsy Blood. It is said that the Blood family were murdered, but this was never been proven as an actual fact. It's widely believed that Abel remains in the cemetery in the form of a malevolent entity that enjoys scaring the wits out of those who come and visit the burial grounds. There is also a strange legend linked to Abel about his headstone. It bears the carving of a hand with the index finger pointing to heaven. However, if you dare to visit this grave at night, it is said that the grave marker changes colors and the finger is pointing downward. Oh shit! Did you just get goosebumps just now? Cause I should have yeah. fucked it. This shit was creepy and shit, dude. Like, yeah, I'm looking behind me like, right now. Like, I'm freaking out a little bit. Like, dude, could you imagine, dude? Dude, come on, feedback. What you got? <laughs> Let me know uh, what you're thinking, bro. <laughs> I'm thinking I don't want to go to this motherfucking place. I mean, just can't, just imagine standing there looking at this gravestone, right? And right, and you got this hand, and it's pointing up, right, Sabu right. style, right. And then all of a sudden, and then all of a sudden, just just follow me. It's blue, right, and it's pointing upwards. And then all of a sudden, you're looking at it, and you're like, man, that's kind of cool. And all of a sudden, that motherfucker turns red and points down. Man, I'm gonna turn into Shaggy off Scooby Doo. I'm gonna try to run and ain't go nowhere. <laughs> oh God, man, that oh my God, that right. I would do that one right there. Has got to be the creepiest shit. Like, like that's some like urban legend type shit. But at the same time, it's some shit that like, if you were to see that, like even if you even. Forget about the fact that if you believe or you don't believe, if you saw some shit like that, even if people were like, 
manipulating it in whatever way, shape, or fashion, it would still freak you the fuck out. Yeah, you ain't lying. You know, like, <laughs> you know. But see, but it says that Abel was a devout Christian man who was laid to rest next to his wife, saying that they were murdered, but this has never been proven as actual fact. So let's just go by because I'm a firm believer that, you know, Christian man to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord after death, blah, blah. You know, you read the Bible. Yep. So in my my line of thinking, because, again, I believe that ghosts are either angels or demons. The bad ones are the demons. The good ones are the angels. Now, what I'm thinking at this point is, was Abel really devout of a Christian man as he said he was? And if that isn't the case, was his family really murdered? Or was Abel involved in it in some way, shape, or form? That's what I'm saying. Did he murder them or did somebody else? Right. You know, which, I mean, we can only go by the, the evidence that's given to us in front of us. You know, the fact that you could still see this malevolent figure you know, it says that he enjoys scaring the wits out of, you know, people at the gravesite. But then there's the, the headstone deal with the finger pointing up. And then at night, the finger points down, changes colors. Like, whoo, it almost makes you wonder. Right. Did Abel Blood, how, was he really this devout Christian everyone speaks so highly of? Or was there an underside of him that we never knew? You know, like that wow. one, that one's interesting to me. Sounds like there could be an undertone here. Yeah, very much an undertone. Uh, that being said, wow. All right. You got the next one? I do. I do. I do. Next up, we're going to talk about the Isles of Shoals. And this is once again in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Hmm. All right. All right. Uh, so the, the Isle of Shoals is a group of islands off the coast of Portsmouth and it is considered to be one of the most haunted areas in New Hampshire with numerous ghost sightings on nine of the islands. Okay. 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 Uh, <clears throat> Boone Island Lighthouse is haunted by an unknown spirit that opens and closes doors as well as running up and down the stairs. Okay. Uh, Boone Island is said to host a Sad lady dressed in white. Dun dun dun. To get that, um, <laughs> who wanders the island, and there are also sightings of the Ayador, a ghost ship that wrecked among the islands in 1843. Huh. Um, these are just some of the spooky tales connected to the islands. Now I uh. I did look up, and uh, so there's a total of 18 islands that that make up the Isle of Shoals, right? Okay. Uh, there's no camping facilities on the islands. There's only hotels, uh, or the only hotel is on Star Island, so only one of the 18 islands has a hotel on it. Um, it has long been famous for its ghost, and in an 1852 journal... Nathaniel Hawthorne visited the Isles of Shoals and wrote, Mr. Thaxter had once a man living with him who had seen old Bab. The ghost he 
the ghost he met him between the hotel and the sea and describes him as dressed in a sort of frack and with a very dreadful uh, continuance. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Hawthorne was staying at the hotel uh, on Appledore Island, the uh, probable location of the ghost. Uh, and it goes on to say that he led us down to the shore of the island towards the east and showed us Betty Moody's hole. This Betty Moody was a woman of the island in old times. And uh, it says the Indians came off on a depredating excursion and she fled from them with a child, hid herself in this hole, which is formed by several great rocks being lodged uh, so as to cover one of the fissures which are common uh, along these shores. Uh, hmm. I crept in, he, he goes on to say, I crept into the hole, which is somewhat difficult of access, long, low, and narrow, and might well enough be a hiding place. The child or children began to cry, and Betty, fearful of discovery, murdered them to save herself. Damn! Wow! What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, Joe Caswell did not tell the later part of the story, but Mr. Thaxter did. Not far from the spot, there is a point of rocks extending out further into the ocean than the rest of the island. And some four or five years ago, uh, now this was uh, written in March of 17. Uh, March of 2017. Oh, okay. So four or five years ago, there was a young woman residing at Gosport in the capacity of a school teacher. She was of a romantic turn and used to go and sit at this point of rock to view the waves. Okay? Okay. One day when the wind was high and the surf raging against the rocks, a great wave, uh, I'm sorry, a great wave struck her as she sat on the edge and seemed to deprive her of sense. Another wave or the reflex of the same wave carried her off into the sea and she was seen no more. That happened uh, around 1846. Oh, wow. Uh, so then um, it, it talks a little bit about the, uh, the Spanish ship uh, Ayador. It wrecked in 1842 and it appears near this cluster of islands. The ghostly ship is seen for just a few minutes at a time and has been spotted from as far away as Rye and Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and there's there's quite a few other ones here, and I won't talk about them all, but it seems to be a hot spot for ship, shipwrecks. Um, yeah, especially, I mean, if you're, I mean, because if you think about it, I mean, if, if you're, especially for ships that are, you know, traveling at nighttime, you look for, you know, them lighthouses because those lighthouses are normally the ones that provide you with this is where the land is, you know. So, hey, you know, come come one, come all. So if the lights are getting fucked with by this unknown spirit on Boone Island, you know, where the doors keep opening, closing, and stuff like that, and maybe a light go out goes out here and there, it could cause a shipwreck, you know. Um, exactly. So, 
man, that's just that's just crazy though. You know, then going over the history of the Isles, you know, um, that nine out of the eighteen islands have had reported paranormal activity on them. Yeah, this one, uh, this one's interesting. So there's uh, an island called Smutty Nose, S M U T T Y N O S E, Smutty Nose Island. Okay. Uh, and it was the site of a gruesome murder in 1873 when two Norwegian girls were butchered by a man named Louis Wagner, and the house where the murder took place burned to the ground just a few years later, and some cl- claim that Wagner's remorseful ghost haunts the site that the girls were buried at um, in South Cemetery in Portsmouth, a haunted cemetery that is described uh, later. Right. So. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, man. But you know what, though? A lot of history there. So, you know, and then, of course, There's you know. There's history. Yeah. Uh, so. Well, well, maybe maybe later on, once we get done, we could take deep dives into like the different ones. Uh, once we get once we wrap up with all the states, you know, <clears throat> maybe do like a, a year in review or something like that. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um. So, next on the list is the New Hampshire State Hospital. This is in Concord, New Hampshire. Now. New Hampshire State Hospital in Concord was originally known as the decidedly most creepiest name possible. The New Hampshire Asylum for the Insane when it first opened and has a very similar history to some of the other asylums in New England such as Danvers State Hospital in Massachusetts. Remember we talked about this one on the Massachusetts episode, remember? I do remember. Yeah. In short, the conditions were brutal and patients were neglected, abused, tortured, and even experimented on. Yeah. Like so many asylums of the time, the hospital was closed down amongst allegations about the lack of care given to patients. However, not before this pain and suffering left the permanent scar on the building. Although the hospital now lies abandoned, it is currently not empty. Those who come to visit report hearing phantom footsteps and disembodied screams. They have even encountered cold spots and seen objects pushed off the table and shelves by unseen hands. The elevators, oh. the elevators have also started working all on their own and anyone who visits says that they feel a constant feeling that they are always being watched very, very closely. It is not all surprising that this old asylum is one of, if not the, most haunted places in the state of New Hampshire. So, again, a lot of what we talked about when we talked about the uh, uh, the Danvers State uh, Hospital in New Hampshire... All of that can easily be applied to this. The only difference now, um, this place is abandoned. And if you go and you look at it, it looks like the house that the Three Stooges uh, went into. Uh, so, you know, like, you know, when like, oh, like, oh, there's visitors in the house or whatever. So, right. Um, yeah. So what do you think about this one? Uh, I thought it was pretty interesting. Uh definitely 
does remind me of the the house from the Three Stooges, for sure. Right. Um, so yeah. you got the last one. I do. Right. Um, so we're going to talk about Mount Washington Hotel, and this is in Bretton Woods, New Hampshire. Okay. Uh, and if you look at this, dude, this looks uh, huge. Yeah. <laughs> Does it not remind you a little bit of the 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 the, the, the Waverly Hotel in the no, is it, was it, is it called the Waverly Hotel in the movie The Shining? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the name of the, is it the Waverly Hotel? Is it the Waverly Hotel or the Waverly Insane Asylum? Something like that. It's but I know what you're talking about. Either way, either way it looks like yeah. it's from the movie The Shining. Is what it looks like to me. Um, but yeah, yeah this one bitch is huge. And it's over and it's, it's, it, it, they got the background of the mountains in the background and everything. Dude, yeah. yeah. Anyway, it, like, it, like, it looks I'm sorry. kind of secluded. It does so. look secluded. Yep. Almost as if so, uh, you're supposed to know about it or something. Right? Uh, so construction on the Mount Washington Hotel began in 1900 and was completed two years later in 1902. <clears throat> the hotel was the largest wooden building in New England and was a pet project for wealthy industrialist Joseph Stickney. Okay. Sadly, he had little time to enjoy his creation as he died less than a year after it opened. However, it is not his spirit that is said to haunt the hotel. Instead, it is said that it is his wife, Carolyn Stickney, okay. haunts this hotel. Alrighty. Uh, so soon after Joseph died, Carolyn remarried, this time taking a European prince as her husband. Oh, she bougie, huh? Right. <laughs> she had to upgrade, I guess. I guess so, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, in the winter months... The caretakers claimed, oh, I'm sorry, uh, Carolyn died in 1936, and soon afterwards, staff began reporting some very strange things happening around the hotel. And in the winter months, the caretakers claimed to have seen an elegant lady walking into the dining room and reported that lights would just turn on and off by themselves all over the hotel. Mm -hmm. uh, when the summer staff returned they posed for a photograph only to find a shadowy female figure looking through the window behind them right okay. yeah um, freaky. Yeah. Carolyn's old room number 314 is said to be the most haunted which is not at all surprising considering her giant four poster bed is still in that room. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know if I'd want to even be near that bed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like that's that that that's that's too much. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know about that one, but um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Um. So uh, there's there's a little extra reading. Um, here. Yeah, if you want, yeah, yeah. If you want, go ahead and knock that out. Yeah. Uh, so room four, three fourteen, also known as the Princess Room, used to be Carolyn's private suite. The handcrafted four-poster bed in this room is the one that she shared 
with her husband, Joseph, her first husband. Right. Um, on a few occasions, guests have woken to see Carolyn sitting at the end of the bed, slowly brushing her hair. Um, time out. You mean to tell me you woke up and you seen this bitch sitting at the end of your bed brushing her hair and you stayed there? Nope. <laughs> not, not, not hey. me. No, sir. You can count me out. You can count me out real quick. Right. I am gone. Right. Uh, so in this room, Taps, the Ghost Hunters TV show, uh, caught an EVP of a woman believed to be Carolyn seemingly responding to their questions. Okay. Um, and then in the tower suites, lights are also known to turn on and off. Perfume suddenly drifts into rooms and tubs have been known to fill by themselves. Huh. I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, so the uh, Mount Washington Hotel was... I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, the... the Mount Washington Hotel was built in 19 or built in 1900, finished in 1902 by Joseph Stigney, who made his fortune from investments in coal mining in the Pennsylvania Railroad. The hotel was to spare no expense to provide the high society of New England with the utmost luxury and modern amenities of the time. Right. Uh, the hotel has played host to many celebrities and people of high society, including Thomas Edison, the Vanderbilts, and three U.S. presidents. Mm. In 1944, the hotel hosted the Bretton Woods International Monterey Conference. Representatives from 44 nations met to establish the World Bank and International Monetary Fund, setting the U.S. dollar as the main currency used in international exchange. Mm. That's interesting. Yeah, um, interesting in terms of, I don't know, a triangle with an eyeball in it? Just saying. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. So the signings of these famous documents was signed in the Gold Room, which is now preserved as a historic site. And in 1975, the Mount Washington Hotel was added to the National Register of Historic Places and then again in 1986, it was recognized as a National Historic Landmark. Hmm, interesting. Oh, yeah. So as recent as 1991, the Mount Washington Hotel was purchased by a group of New Hampshire businessmen who bought the hotel, or I'm sorry, who brought the hotel into the 21st century, combining the results golf courses, ski area, and surrounding development land. Interesting. Yeah, so uh, and you can still uh, rent a room here. Uh, it says there are 200 guest rooms and suites in total, all finished to the highest of standards. The hotel has a full-service 25,000-square-foot spa and salon. The recently renovated 18-hole golf course uh, designed by Donald Ross 
Uh, the resort also boasts New Hampshire's largest ski area, two Ford Diamond dining rooms, and the all-new Stickney's Restaurant, along with the renovated quote-unquote cave. Ah. I don't know what the hell that is, but... Nah, I ain't uh, it. <laughs> no. Some of the features, it's uh, luxury guest rooms and suites, 30,000 square feet of meeting space, full-service spa and salon, two full golf courses, the largest ski area in New Hampshire, two Ford Diamond-rated uh, dining rooms, numerous resort activities, indoor and outdoor pool, stunning location, one of the longest zipline tours in New England. Hmm, okay, tennis, okay, I recanted. I may go. I don't know. <laughs> uh, a tennis court, a fitness center, and it includes Wi-Fi. Of course. Everything's got to include Wi-Fi now. Yep. A uh, couple of things to do. It says, situated in the White Mountains of New Hampshire, you'll find a wealth of outdoor activities to take part in, as well as the vast array of activities at the Mount Washington Hotel. You have nearby attractions such as Mount Washington Cog Railway, Storyland, Six Gun City, Flume Gorge, Echo Lake Beach, and numerous hiking trails and picnic areas. Ah. Hmm. Yeah. So, you know, so so really, the only real, like, bad spirit, you know, it, you would see would be the elegant woman. And that's really not even a it – just, it's just reported that she haunts the hotel more than anything. It's it just you see that right. shadowy figure. You know, maybe this is more of a Casper the Friendly Ghost type thing, you know, where she still likes to enjoy the life of love this beautiful – hotel or whatever so yeah that's interesting all right so after going over all 10 of these which one did you personally think was the most interesting um so i really liked the mount washington hotel but not for the paranormal um portion of it more for I, I did think it was interesting but more for the, the historical portion yes very, very, because uh, uh, <laughs> anytime you're dealing with like old stuff and then you hear about them as like, oh, well, they met with U.S. presidents and they met with the Vanderbilts and they met with different people. They were, you know, established, they're trying to establish the World Bank in 1944, making the U.S. dollar the main currency for international exchange and famous documents are in the gold room. Like, I mean, high society like i mean <laughs> let, let's be honest i think everybody's agent orange jacked up as soon as somebody as soon as there was any indication you know but anyway um so that one for historical significance what about for paranormal yeah. significance uh i think my favorite was the chase house okay uh either that one or the um the isle of shoals yeah yeah, those are those were good. Yeah, the, I like all of those. The one that interested me the most, though, was Pine Hill Cemetery. Okay, that one to me was very interesting because of the of it, it, it was almost like an M Night Shyamalan twist in a, in a way. Because you had, if you see the headstone during the day, the fingers pointing up toward heaven. If you come back to the grave at night, it changed colors and the fingers pointing down to hell. It's like, ooh, creepy as shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. Yeah. Yeah, I for, I'm sorry, I forgot about that one. That one was 
uh, that would probably be my number one. I'm sorry. In Paranormal? Yes. Yeah. Historical, though, I mean, yeah, obviously, if, if you're going historically, yeah, you would want to go with uh, Mount Washington Hotel. Yeah, um, but you know, Paranormal, it's Pines, Pine Hill Cemetery for sure. Yeah, yeah. I like the Isles of Shoal, though, because it does give you a, a, a good history of the islands and things of that nature. Like, I'm always interested in, you know, any type of history, you know, in some way, shape, or form. You know, if anytime, anytime you get to learn a little bit of something, something as you, uh, as we as we go through this, um, it's always a fun time. But, exactly. Yeah. Um. So, ladies and gentlemen, we hope you guys enjoyed this uh, insane trip uh, with us to the haunted places of New Hampshire. Um, if my memory serves me correctly, the next one is New Mexico next, or is it? Is it next? Double check. I believe you're right. Yeah, I, 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 that's why I, I kind of hesitated when I said it. I wasn't 100 percent sure because I didn't want to just blurt it out saying, "Yeah, we got New Mexico." Like I don't know yet, so let me find it. Let right. let Chip find out because I think he's got him in in in, uh, in alphabetical order. Um, I gotta remember. I think so. Yeah, because it's in New. Yeah, we did Nebraska. We did New Hampshire. So the next one be see A B C D J. No, no, it'd be New Jersey next. No, I'm sorry, I was, I was wrong. It'd yeah, you're, it, it is New Jersey. New Jersey, uh, then New Mexico, then New York. So, there you go. That's what we got. So that, yeah. that's that's the next Hampshire, coming. New Hampshire, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, and then we go to the uh, North North Carolina, North Dakota, and then to the O's. Yes. So. Right, which is I think there's only two O's, if I'm not mistaken. You got Oklahoma three. and oh three. Yeah, you got. Ohio, Oklahoma, Ohio, Oregon, and then Oregon. Yep. Yeah. And then doing a couple, then we'll do Pennsylvania after that. And Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, South Carolina, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, Vermont, Virginia, Washington State, uh, West Virginia, Wisconsin, and then we end it with Wyoming. Yes. And that's going to be pretty much the entire series for almost the rest of the year if we stay on this uh, journey that we're on. Um, but yeah. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode of The Hauntings Of, man. We really, really enjoy talking about the haunted places. Uh, we enjoy going deep dive into the history. Maybe listening to a few few uh, things that are like, okay, that's kind of creepy. My, you know, I'm twitching a little bit now. I'm a little bit got cold chills or whatever, you know, which is designed to do that, you know, and it's fun, you know. I think Chip, even though Chip is not a believer in the paranormal, he still has, you know, fun and he learns a lot oh, yeah. about you know a lot of the stuff that we talk about here on this particular uh episode of this particular this particular series um so before we get out of here today um go check out the new patreon channel um we have our second episode of battle topics that just dropped or third episode but it might be the third episode by the time this episode drops i don't can't remember exactly 100 percent um but yeah go check out the battle topics over on the patreon page um we dropped our interview with ac hutchison that is going to be on our youtube channel we're finally getting good uh, content on the youtube channel um and uh, if i'm not mistaken chip and correct me if i'm wrong do we have the sean rooker episode on the uh, uh that is not up yet that should be going up this week this week and depending on when you listen to it it's probably already up so go give it a yeah. check out um chip uh you want to tell them about the website uh, of course, movementradio.us. It is literally your one-stop shop for everything 
Movement Radio. You can go there to listen to. I'm sorry. Uh, you can go there to listen to every episode of the podcast that we have released so far. Um, you can check out everything. Go to the store, read reviews, um, leave a review. Uh, definitely, definitely, definitely go leave us a review. Um, it really helps us. Uh, it helps with uh, Apple and Spotify and all that. And it helps with the algorithm to get them to recognize that you guys are actually listening to us. Uh, I don't know why just listening to us doesn't work, but hey, <laughs> I, I don't create the algorithm. So please, uh, movementradio.us, you know, leave leave a comment, leave a review. Greatly appreciated. Um, like Talon said, check out the Patreon. Um, you know, for for as little as a dollar a month, you can support us, and you know we will shout you out on this podcast um every time no matter what exactly so exactly definitely do that um yeah got yeah. more cool stuff coming for the youtube page uh you know soon as the three of us uh can get together telling roger and i we're gonna film some skits and stuff to go up on the movement radio page so it won't just be uh videos of the podcast it'll actually be videos of us you know, hanging out and shooting the shit and doing some funny stuff. Right, exactly. We got we got battle rap reviews that we're gonna be doing where we sit down, and react to battle raps, uh, uh, playing video games. You know, we like we you know we're, we're all gamers, so we'll be sitting there playing video games. My son is dying to uh, play a video game against me on, and so that he can you know show people that you know, I can beat my daddy. And it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, give him something to do. He's learning. Uh, so. You know, I'm, I, hey, you know what? If I if I was as good of a gamer as my son was at this age, I'd already be in like Call of Duty League or whatever. But <laughs> I don't know if I'm that good right. or not. But anyway, like what we said, ladies and gentlemen, go check all that out. The Patreon page, check out the website. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode. We love you guys, and we will see you next time right here on another episode of The Hauntings Up. Chip, let's hit him with the outro. Please do not leave without leaving a like comment share and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform as always and once before check out the youtube channel make sure you subscribe and click that bell to get notified of our latest videos i am chip hazard i am talon williams and this is movement radio we out